Hello, welcome to another episode of the I Can and I Will podcast. I'm your host, Brielle Olhausen, and I'm so excited to have you here again for another episode. Today, we're going to be talking all about my story, kind of walking you guys through my fitness journey and how I got to where I am now. So without further ado, let's get right on into it. I got my jitters out with my first episode. Um, yes, I was a little bit nervous, um, but something my husband actually always tells me whenever I'm nervous is that good things happen when you're nervous. And I totally believe that. It's very true. You know, anything that I've ever wanted to do or, you know, had a dream of doing or worked hard for doing, I was always nervous, right? I'm sure you can probably relate to this. Um, but if you think about all the times that you've been nervous, most of the time, good things come from that, right? Whether it's you're nervous to start a new relationship or you're nervous to move somewhere or you're nervous to start a new job or things like that. Like most of the time, good things come out of being nervous. So, um, you know, I just wanted to start off by saying that got my jitters out. I'm still a little bit nervous, but, um, I'm sure as the podcasts continue, I'll feel more and more comfortable. Um, it's just weird. Cause I'm like literally sitting here in my office talking to a mic with my computer screen. Um, and I'm going to be talking about some pretty like in-depth, um, things and opening up about a lot. So today's topic, I want it to kind of be about like my story, my journey, what I've been through, um, and kind of just like let you guys in on some things that I haven't really opened up about too much on my Instagram. I've kind of talked a little bit about things here and there. A lot of it was, you know, in the past that I've kind of talked about it. I haven't like recently really gone into my story and I feel like it'd be really good to kind of start with. So that way you guys can see, you know, what have I been through and kind of get to know me a little bit better because I'm sure there's some things that you can relate um, to things that you've probably experienced and been through um, just in terms of, you know, your relationship with your body, your relationship with food and dieting and not dieting and, and just the struggle that has come with this, you know, what, how society has made, you know, women feel like the need to feel perfect. Right. And you can probably relate to that. And so I kind of want to go through, you know, how did my fitness journey start and kind of how it led to where I am now and just kind of walk you guys through that. Um, and like I said, open up about some topics that are pretty difficult to talk about, but I think will really be good for you to hear. Um, and honestly, probably be good for me to open up and talk about it too. So let's just dive right on in. I'm going to rewind. Let's start all the way back to high school. It seems like so long ago. Um, but I feel like that's kind of where everything started, right? Um, in high school, I played field hockey. I was very active and I never, ever worried about what I looked like or my body or ever had any sort of like insecurity with my body. A lot of my insecurity was I've always struggled with acne. And so that was what my insecurity was. But when it came to my body, I didn't really ever have like that feeling of like, oh, I don't like how this looks on me or this or that. And I was able to kind of honestly eat whatever I wanted to eat and I never really gained any weight. I think a lot of that was due to the fact that I was very, very active. Um, you know, I played midfield and if you know anything about field hockey or soccer or anything, that's a position basically where you're running all the time. So I was super, super active and I also played soccer for a little bit as well. Um, so I had a pretty fast metabolism. I actually remember during practices, um, coming home and eating spoonfuls of Nutella because I love Nutella so much. Um, 
So I could eat pretty much anything I wanted and I never gained any weight. And then I went away to college. So I graduated high school in 2014. And then I went to UC Berkeley. Um, and I went, you know, I started there in the fall of 2018. No, wow, 2014. Um, and it was my first year, you know, first year in college. And I went from being very active to not being active whatsoever, not doing any sort of physical activity, not working out, not exercising, nothing like that. I actually joined a sorority, um, which I never really pegged myself as like the sorority girl, but I knew nobody there. Um, and I felt like it'd be a really good way to get to know people and to kind of, you know, feel like I was part of something because this is a huge university, right? And I wanted to have like a closer group of friends. So I joined a, uni- uh, a sorority and it was a really great experience. It was, it was a lot of fun. Um, you know, looking back at the, my college years, like it was a lot of fun and I don't regret doing it at all. Um, and so I don't have anything negative to say about joining a sorority. Um, but I think that kind of had triggered a little bit of things for me. Um, and I think it's because one, I wasn't being active anymore. Um, and I started to get into drinking a lot more. Um, I was never really a big drinker. And even with my first year of college, I really wasn't, but on the weekends I would go out, we'd go to parties, we would drink and eat a bunch of crappy food and again, not work out. And so I slowly started to gain weight and I didn't even really realize it at first until I remember being in my dorm room one day and I was trying to put on a pair of jeans and they were so tight. I couldn't get them on. And I just like looked at myself and I was like, what? These don't fit me. Like, this is weird. And then I realized, wow, I think I've gained some weight. I looked at myself and I was like, this is a little uncomfortable, but I didn't really do anything about it. This was like towards the end, I feel like of my freshman year of college. And so, you know, the year ended and I felt even more uncomfortable. So I decided, you know what, I'm going to come home for summer and I'm going to lose the weight that I gained. I probably gained maybe like 15 pounds or so, you know, (laughs) freshman 15. And I decided I've got, you know, three, four months, whatever summertime, I'm going to get in really good shape and I'm going to lose the weight. And so I came home, um, I lived in San Diego at the time, you know, that's where I was born and raised. And I just started to work out and I was really self-conscious to go into the gym. I didn't really know what I was doing. Um, so I found a bikini body guide. Maybe you guys know of this or have heard of it. Um, the girl that has put it on, her name's Kayla Itzines, I believe. Um, and I found her program and it was like this, I want to say it was 12 week bikini body guide circuit workouts at home. It was very light weights, if any weights for most exercises, a lot of them were body weight stuff and very high intensity, get your heart rate up. You're sweating all the time. And they were, I mean, fun to get started with. Great. I mean, they were hard, but, um, I never looked forward to doing them because they were really hard and it just didn't love doing them. But I was like, all right, well, I don't don't know what else to do. I, at this time, like women in the weight room was not a big thing. Cause this was back in, you know, 2014. Actually at this point it had been 2015 and it was still kind of fairly new. The whole, you know, fitness scene hadn't really blown up yet. Um, and so I was really nervous to, you know, get a membership to a gym. I didn't really know what I was doing. So I just decided, you know, I would just work out at home and do those circuit workouts at home. And then the program kind of, I think also called for you to like run a lot as well. So I got really into running 
And I started running, you know, like up to four miles, five miles, sometimes six miles a day. And along with doing all these workouts, I got into tracking my food with my fitness pal. Um, and if you guys follow me now, you know, I track macros, but I didn't know what macros were. And so I just tracked calories and I remember like going to my fitness pal, seeing, you know, whatever it kind of tells you what you're supposed to eat based off of your height, your weight, all of that. It doesn't take into consideration though really how active you are or any of that. So I think it had told me like 1300 or 1200 calories. So I started eating that. And next thing you know, I, I, mean, I started to see results and then I got obsessive about it. I started to decrease my calories and decrease my calories. And so I started eating, you know, 600 calories, 700 calories a day which is extremely unhealthy and, and awful. I mean, 1200 calories is, is too low. Um, I, I was starving myself and I was working out nonstop. And I mean, I was running, like I said, six miles almost every other day. Um, and still doing these high intensity jumping circuit workouts like crazy. And I started to, you know, I lost a bunch of weight. I think at, the highest I had gotten to was like 145. And I got, the lowest I got down to was 110 pounds. And I'm 5'6", for those who may not know. So 110 pounds at 5'6", is very, very tiny. Um, And I had like no muscle. So I had lost a bunch of weight. I got very tiny. And I didn't really realize it. I didn't realize how obsessive and food focused and food controlling I was. I remember eating really weird things. And I was very much so strict on like, I have to eat chicken and I have to eat vegetables. And I had this very, very low calorie protein powder. And I would only allow myself to have a quarter cup of oatmeal a day and one yogurt. Like I had these really big food restrictions and these food rules. And I, then it was, you know, time to go back to school, time to go back to UC Berkeley. And I didn't love my first year there. Like I had a lot of fun, don't get me wrong, but I didn't really feel like it was the school for me, but I was like, this is, you know, whatever the number one public university, I, I'm, I need to go, you know, like I, I just need to graduate from here and you know, this opened a lot of doors for me. So I just like, okay, all right, I'm going to go back to school. And so I went back to school and I actually at this point was going to be moving into the sorority house. So moved into the sorority house, school had started and I continued with all of my same behaviors. I didn't go out anymore. I basically like secluded myself from everybody and everything. And I was, I lost myself in an eating disorder and it, it was really difficult and I didn't realize it at the time, but, um, I could tell, you know, people were starting to kind of make comments and, and, and notice something wasn't right. And I was getting really, really tiny and I kept losing weight. And I was at the point where I wasn't really necessarily trying to lose weight anymore because I was, you know, fine with how, how I looked. I I didn't look fit. I looked tiny. I looked like skin and bones, but I, I was so afraid to eat that I was, I was afraid to gain weight. So I continued with what I was doing and I walked all over campus. So now my expenditure had increased. And so now I'm burning even more calories and I was losing weight very, very, very quickly. And I remember being so exhausted that I couldn't study. I couldn't do my homework. I couldn't, I couldn't do anything. It was like six o'clock PM and I would literally fall asleep and I was just exhausted all the time. And when it came to eating, I lived in the sorority house, like I mentioned. So um, for anybody who's joined a sorority, you kind of know how it works. But if you don't, um, 
normally they have dinners, you know, in the sorority, if you live in the house. And so like, there's a, almost like a buffet style kind of dinner. And our dinners were always like different, you know, sometimes it'd be like mac and cheese or like lasagna or chicken, something or other. Um, but there was always a salad bar. And I remember I didn't eat any of the meals I had. I went straight to the salad bar and all I had was a salad. I made a huge salad and then I went up to my room. I brought up my food up to my room and I had canned chicken that I brought with me, um, from like when I first started, you know, to move back there for college for my second year, I had bought a bunch of canned chicken and stored it under my bed. Really, really weird. I don't think I've ever told anybody that. Um, but I would make a huge salad and I would go to my room and eat alone and put my canned chicken on it because I wanted the protein. And I, I had to eat alone because I had so much anxiety around eating with people and I didn't want people to try to tell me like, Hey, you should try this or you should eat that because I was legitimately afraid. I was so scared. I remember like we had one meal where we had to eat together and there was like fruit or something. And I ate a grape and I thought I was going to get fat. Like that's how bad it was. And this is something I never really opened up about because it was really, really hard, you know? And, um, so long story short about all of that, I then, I came to a day where I actually went back to visit my family for my dad's birthday at the end of September. I, at this point only been, um, for my second year, maybe a month and a half. And I got home, you know, my parents were like kind of freaked out that I was this tiny. I was so tiny and they were kind of concerned. And, it was, you know, the weekend had been over and it was time for me to go back to school. And I had a mental breakdown. I couldn't go back. I just started crying and I was like, I hate the school and this and that. And, and it was just, it was just a really, really bad and really, really hard time for me. And I made the hard decision not to go back to school. My parents actually went back and got my stuff for me. And I never, ever went back to the campus. And I still haven't been back. I actually think I would like to go back one day because it's a beautiful campus. And I did have a lot of fun there my first year. But it just, I think the ultimate thing that pushed me over was the eating disorder. I think um, that was really hard for me to focus on literally anything else. Because all I would think about, it was my body and food and, and all of that. I was consumed by it. And so I had gotten back, you know, I decided, okay, I'm not going to go back. And at this point I was really, really depressed, really, you know, felt down on myself because I didn't know what I wanted to do anymore. I was going to school to become, um, I wanted to be a doctor. I, so I was in pre-med and I decided that wasn't for me. And so I felt completely lost. And this is, I think, one of the hardest times I've ever gone through in my life where I was extremely depressed. I was super down on myself for leaving, you know, the number one public university. I was scared about my body and how I looked and gaining weight and all of that. I remember I laid in my bed and I hardly got out of my bed for like two months on end. I didn't do anything, like anything. I didn't even work out. And I started to kind of eat more food. And then there was a day where I remember specifically, I still had all these food restrictions. I'd probably been back for maybe a month at this point. And my parents, we had like dinner together with my family and then my, they had dessert and I didn't have any. And it was a chocolate cake and they didn't have, or I didn't have any, but they had some. And there was at least three quarters of the cake left and they put it in the garage fridge, went and later that night went to bed. I literally got 
out of bed, came downstairs, went in the garage fridge. And I remember I opened up that cake and I ate, I kid you not, I ate the entire cake. And there was three quarters of it left. And this is a big bunk cake from Costco, like a pretty big cake. And I ate and I remember like standing there in the garage and I was just like shoveling all this food into my mouth, the cake. And like, it, it tasted so good, but then I felt so bad. And I was like, it's almost like I blacked out when I was doing it. Like I didn't even really realize what I was doing, but then I kind of started to realize and I started crying, but I was so hungry that I kept eating. And this is when like my binge cycles started coming. So before this, I had really just been very restrictive. You know, that was kind of my eating disorder in the beginning was restrict, restrict, restrict. And then it had led to, um, you know, like binging and then restricting and then binging and then restricting. And it was a very difficult time. And, you know, if you've ever binge ate, and I know that term gets thrown around so much, um, you know, binge eating in general just gets thrown around, but truly binge eating is very, very different than what a lot of people I think actually think it is. Binge eating is when you are absolutely consumed. Like it's like I said, you black out and you just keep eating and eating and eating and you're not even hungry, but you're still eating and it's not overeating. This is like something you do in private because you're ashamed of it. It's something that, you know, literally kind of takes over and you just keep eating and whether it's an emotional thing or a starvation thing, because you've been restricting yourself for so long, which is basically what was my thing in my case was that I had restricted myself for so long that when I finally let myself have a piece of cake, I couldn't stop. I just ate the whole thing. And then it led to emotional. I was, you know, depressed. So then I kept eating and then it was just a cycle of being depressed and restricting and eating and feeling awful and crying myself to sleep and just a really, really, really difficult time. And if you are listening to this and you're struggling with binge eating, please, 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 you know, seek help. Or if you're struggling with any, any type of eating disorder, um, I'm always open to talk, you know, so please feel free to message me, you know, on Instagram, um, or I'll, I'll leave my email in the description of this podcast and, and please feel free to reach out if you struggle with this, even if you just want to talk about it with somebody who understands, because it can be embarrassing to, to tell someone you need help. Um, like I said, it's an embarrassing feeling that you don't have control over food and like, you just want to keep eating and eating and eating. It's, it's a hard place to be in. And so I I want, you know, all of you who are listening, if you are struggling with that to please reach out for help, whether that's a medical professional or a friend, a family member, myself, whoever, please, please get the help. Um, I didn't for a long time and I hid it for my parents. They didn't know anytime I did it, it was, I was hiding, you know, I did it at night. I literally remember waking up in the middle of the night and going downstairs and eating until I was so full that I was so uncomfortable. And so of course, with all this eating and I wasn't doing my workouts, um, I gained a bunch of weight, probably gained 20, 30 pounds back within, um, two months, a month and a half, not long at all. And now here I am extremely depressed. I gained a bunch of weight back. I don't know what I want to do with my life. I'm living at home again. I can't stop eating and I I just don't know what to do. And at this point, actually, you know what? Now I'm remembering. (laughs) This is, I feel like this is part of my life. I kind of blacked out. Like I just didn't, I blocked it out. I mean, I didn't want to think about it again, but I was starting to work out. I remember this. I did start to go to the gym, um, probably a month 
into being back home. So I'd gained a little bit of weight, but I was still kind of small because this was just when the eating a lot was starting, but it hadn't fully started. It was just kind of the beginning of it. And I remember I went to the gym and I just went there and I did cardio because I was so nervous to go into the weight room. Um, and I would just go do the elliptical for like 30 minutes and like the stairs for like 30 minutes or something crazy like that. And that would be my workout. And I remember one day standing in the mirror and looking at myself at the gym. Um, I was like stretching or something. Cause again, I didn't go in the weight room. Um, the gym I was going to had like two sections, like a section that was like a cardio area. And then like a more of a, a weight room that you had to kind of go walk into. And so I was looking at myself in the mirror and I saw my shoulder bones like protruding. Like I was tiny. And I remember looking at myself and I was like, wow, like, how did I get here? Like, how, how did I, what? And at that point I was like, wow, like this, this can't be me. Like I didn't recognize what I saw in the mirror and I didn't want to look like that. I didn't want to look tiny and skinny. I wanted to look fit. Um, and at this point I had started following people on Instagram. It's fitness stuff kind of started to get more popular. Um, still kind of very in the beginning of it, but I started following some competitors actually. And they, um, you know, would post pictures of themselves, you know, really fit, um, but still lean. And that's what I wanted to look like. And so I started, um, to look up YouTube videos on workouts, you know, like how do I, how do I do a lot pull down machine? How do I do this? How do I do that? And then I started to go into the weight room and slowly get into, working out and lifting weights very, very slowly. Um, I remember I was so weak. I could not even do five pounds on a shoulder press. Like I was, cause I was that tiny. It was again, like 115 pounds maybe at this point. And this was before I had like muscle. So 115 pounds of just like skin and bones. So, you know, I spent a while like looking at, you know, how do I do this? How do I do that? And this was all in the midst of my binge eating. And so I would work out and have a good workout, but later that night I would come home and I would binge and I would tell myself, you know, I'm not going to binge this time. Like I'm going to be good. And I would binge again at night. And so then the next day I would start to restrict and I would say, you know, Hey, I'm not gonna, um, I'm going to eat only this and this and this. So that way I can, you know, allocate the calories for yesterday for the binge I just had. And it was just this awful cycle of binge restrict, binge restrict, binge restrict. Um, and this happened, I, I think it seriously happened for at least a year, um, where I was ashamed of how I looked, but I was still trying to work out, but I was still lost and confused on what I was supposed to do. And then I was binge eating and restricting and it was a very, very difficult time. And the reason I'm going so in depth about this and really covering this is because I want you guys to realize that anybody you follow on Instagram has a story. You know, I have been through hard stuff, you know, and I'm sure you've been through hard stuff yourself. Um, whether it's, you know, food focused, body focused, you know, whatever. Um, it's very difficult, especially as women. And so I just wanted to really be able to open up and tell you guys, like, this is where I've been, you know, this is where I've gone through and, and kind of walk you through where I am now, because I want you to feel, if you are feeling the way that I felt, there is hope, you know, there is a way out of this. I promise you. And, I want you to tell yourself that, you know, I want you to tell yourself I can, and I will get out of this. And I promise you, I really, really promise you, you will get out of it and you will learn so much from it. 
So if you're in a hard time right now, just, just stick through it and, and you're going to be okay. I promise you that. And I'm almost telling myself that as, you know, looking back at my younger self, that's what I would tell myself, you know, like you just got to get through these hard times and and it's going to be okay. And so I fast forward, I went through this for a while and finally my relationship with food started to get a little bit better. My relationship with my body was still kind of iffy, but it was getting better. And then I decided I wanted to do a bikini competition. And at this point, it's because I had started following some people on Instagram and I had seen them compete. And this was before competing was really big because this is still probably 2015 or 2016. I don't even think it was 2016. It might've been the beginning of 2016. And I remember I wanted to do a bikini competition and, um, the reason I had wanted to do it is because, and also not just for following people on Instagram, my, my dad owns a DVD store and next to his DVD store, um, was a supplement shop. And I remember going into the supplement shop and getting like protein and stuff like that. And the guy that worked at the supplement shop, um, we became friends, whatnot. He's my dad and him were friends and it was, he was a cool guy, but he asked me, he was like, Oh, you know, like, what do you want? Like, what are your goals? And I was like, I just want abs. I just, just want abs. <laughs> and he was like, well, do you want to like compete? And he had pictures of girls on the wall that had competed. And I was like, compete. What, what is that? And then, you know, down the road, I had figured out what was competing. So I wanted to do a competition and I had, found a coach actually through that guy with the supplement store. I had asked him, I was like, Hey, like, you know, I want to do a competition, but like, I don't know what to do or where do I go? I, I need help. And so he um, referred me to a coach, um, that he had heard, you know, things about that were good. <laughs> That's funny for me to look back on. Cause the things that this coach did were not good. Um, so I started my whatever prep with him. Um, I had, did not have enough muscle to really start a successful prep and that was on me. I didn't really know what I was getting myself into. Um, but regardless, he put me on a meal plan, a very, very strict meal plan. And I was, you know, got down to the point where I was eating like 30 or 40 grams of carbs a day and doing like 75 minutes of cardio. It was awful, completely unhealthy. And I was, you know, three weeks out, I think for my competition where I pulled out and I was like, I do not look ready. I'm miserable. This is awful. And what do you know, being on a meal plan now that I stopped, this led to restrictive binge eating again. I went through that whole phase again, you know, and binge eating and then restricting myself and feeling awful and feeling guilty and then eating more and this just awful place. (laughs) And it was it was so, so difficult, but I never like told anybody about it. Cause I was so ashamed that I couldn't control myself with food. I was so ashamed that I would go downstairs and eat alone in private and, and eat anything and everything I could find in the house. And I remember I even brought food and stash in my room because I wanted to eat that bad. And so I had a terrible relationship with food, a terrible relationship with my body. And, um, I I hated my body. I hated how I looked and I, I hated not being able to control myself with food. And the next couple of years, I feel like kind of almost seemed like a blur, but it was a lot of time just learning how to get out of this. And I really started to get into weightlifting and I found that to be my form of therapy. And that was how honestly weightlifting saved me because I don't think that I had anything else going for me at that point. I felt like I had literally nothing going for me. And 
weightlifting became literally that thing that I was able to block everything else out when I was at the gym and just work out. And I didn't think about literally anything else. I was just there to lift weights and to work out. And I always felt so much better. And so that's really kind of where my passion with like fitness started was now I had found something I really enjoyed doing because before when I was doing these circuit high intensity jumping workouts, whatever, I hated them. Like I dreaded doing those workouts and now I was so excited to go to the gym. I loved going to the gym. I loved lifting weights. And at this point, my relationship with food started to kind of get a little bit better. And I decided, you know, I wanted to major in nutrition because it kind of went alongside with, um, it went alongside with working out and fitness and all of that. And I really wanted to learn like, Hey, how am I supposed to eat? How am I supposed to fuel my body? And so I decided, you know, I would major in nutrition and I went to community college for a year and a half until I was able to transfer to SDSU. I transferred to SDSU. Um, and that's where I got my degree in nutrition. Um, I graduated in 2019 in May of 2019. So, um, you know, a little over a year and a half now. And I learned so much through my courses with nutrition. I learned, you know, that I, could, I shouldn't be starving myself. And I learned so much through watching YouTube videos and reading articles and educating myself. And I got so into fitness and nutrition because again, this was like my form of therapy. So like it was a rewarding feeling for me to be able to improve and get better and get better at it. And once you start to see results, you just want more and you want more and you want more. And so at this point, then I uh, decided it was two years after I had wanted, I tried to do my first competition and didn't do it. And I decided I wanted to prep myself and I was going to coach myself. And, um, I, I knew what I was doing. You know, I, um, I want to say at this point, yeah, I was, I had just finished getting my personal training certification. I went through, um, NASM, the national Academy of sports medicine, and I took their course and, um, I just had gotten my personal training certificate. I was still in school for nutrition and I decided to to coach myself. And I will say that is the best decision I made. I learned so much, literally so much about macros, about how your body responds to macros, about discipline, about anything and everything. Like I, I had a great experience with that because I really learned so much about myself and I, I really think that I learned more through coaching myself then than I did in school than I did with my, you know, personal training certificate. I learned, um, really how your body responds. Right. And this is when I realized like, Hey, like I want to coach other people. Like I want to be able to help other people that have been in the similar situation as me. And I want to help show them that there's hope, you know, that there, you don't have to feel the way that I felt. And if you do feel that way, I'm giving you a hug over this microphone right now. Um, I'm, I'm here for you. And if you need to talk again, I am here. I'm going to leave my email in the description. So please feel free to reach out to me and, um, anything you say is I won't share it. It's between you and I, you know? So I just want you to know, you feel comfortable to reach out to me if you need the help or just a talk. And, so I just, I wanted to be able to kind of walk you guys through this story. And, um, I guess there's still a little bit more to it in the sense that after I had competed, I, for my first competition, I went into an off season. I had hired a coach at that point after my first competition, hired a coach for my next competition. Um, 
And that was, I had that coach up until just after my competition. So July of 2019, then I kind of coached myself into my wedding and then I've coached myself up until now. And I'm going to save the whole competing and really get the nitty gritty of competing for another episode because (laughs) competing is a whole story in itself. Um, And like I said, that deserves a whole episode in itself. So I wanted to share this with you guys so that you can realize that I've been through really hard things and I've been able to overcome them. And I'm not trying to say that my relationship with food and my relationship with my body is perfect. It's definitely not. But if I look at how I felt, you know, back in 2015 and 2016 to where I feel now, it is light years away. Like I would have never, ever, ever pictured myself being where I am right now. And so you know, we all start somewhere. And so it's so easy. It's so easy on Instagram to compare yourself to people. I do it too. I get it. You know, I, I catch myself time, sometimes comparing myself and I try to, you know, be like, Hey, okay, you know, I'm going to put away my phone. This is not doing me any good. Or I unfollow the people that make me feel bad about myself. And I, I want you to know that, you know, we've all started somewhere. And if I've been able to go through all of this, I can guarantee you whatever you're going through that you can get through it too. I can guarantee you if you tell yourself I can and I will and you do the steps that you need in order to to get there, you know, whether that is seeking, you know, professional help and please, if you are struggling with an eating disorder, please seek professional help. I'm not a doctor by any means and I'm not claiming to be. So please get the help from somebody that will be able to help you. Um, But, you know, whatever you are going through, whether it's an awful relationship with food, a bad relationship with your body, um, feeling insecure and feeling lost and feeling hopeless and depressed and just feeling like you don't know how to get out of this, like, please tell yourself right now. And I want you to speak it out loud. And if that, if that means you need to pause this, you know, episode, pause it right after I tell you this, tell yourself I can, and I will, I will get out of this. And I want you to tell yourself that every single day, if you need to, I want you to write it on a sticky note and put it on your mirror that you get ready in every single day. I want you to write something and whether it's the I can and I will, um, or a different statement that makes you feel hopeful and makes you feel like you're able to get out of it. Find whatever that is for you. For me, that's the I can and I will. And maybe for some of you, it is the I can and I will. But maybe it's something else, you know, maybe it's I'm worthy. I am beautiful. I will make it through, you know, write it on a sticky note and put it on your mirror that you see every single day and don't stop there. Like every single day, I want you to ask yourself, you know, Hey, did I, did I do what I needed to do in order to make it through, you know, take those steps, take those hard steps and, you know, get the help go to the gym, start, hire a coach if you need, whether that's me or another coach. Um, as long as you're in hands of somebody that really truly cares about you and your mental health, um, it doesn't matter to me if it's me or another coach, you know, but there are so many bad coaches out there. And this goes on, this again, could be a whole nother topic in itself that you need to make sure you're with a coach that takes into consideration your health, your physical health, your mental health, because there's so many coaches out there that could care less about your mental health. They just want your money and it's awful. And I've been through that. You know, I had that coach that put me on a meal plan that 
could care less about how I felt, never really responded to me. And when I told him I wanted to stop working with him, he went off on me. Um, I've been with bad coach and, um, that's why I wanted to start coaching is to prevent people from going through situations like that and to be able to help them overcome, you know, the things that are difficult that women experience that hatred we have towards our body and the bad self image, the, you know, bad body image, like I said, you know, insecurities, the bad relationship with food, feeling anxious around food, all of those things, you know, you can get out of it. It doesn't happen easy. It doesn't happen overnight. Like I said, like it's 2020, you know, this is, this started in 2014, 2015. Like it has been years and I feel like it wasn't up until recently that I've really started to have a really good relationship with food and a good relationship with my body where I don't feel the need to be extremely lean like I did with my competitions. Um, and I don't feel the need to, you know, not be able to eat at all, you know, not to say like, I can't go out to eat, you know, I go out to eat, I enjoy food, but I'm able to do it and not feel guilty. And that is huge because there's been so many times in my life where the guilt ate away at me and maybe you can relate. Maybe you try to be good for the whole week and you go out on the weekend and you eat something and you can't stop because now you've been restricting yourself for so long. And now the weekend's over and it's Monday and you feel guilty, extremely guilty. And you just, you have to start all over. And so now you restrict and then you binge over the weekend and it's, it's terrible thing. And it's so many women are going through that because we feel lost, right? We, We don't know what to do. And I'm going to probably do a whole different episode kind of diving into, you know, tips to get out of the binge cycle because I learned a lot along those ways. Um, so I'll, I'll do a whole episode into that. Like, you know, what should you do if you're in a binge moment, how to get out of it? Um, and just like kind of walk you guys through that as well. Again, I'm not claiming to be a medical professional, so I will put that disclaimer, you know, always, um, but I think that's pretty much everything I kind of wanted to discuss in this episode. I know that I kind of went <laughs> onto a long, you know, talk about my journey. But again, that's kind of what I wanted this episode to be about is just to lay that foundation so you guys know what I've been through. Um, and I, I honestly think, sadly, sadly, I think probably a lot of you can relate to this. And it is sad because this is what a lot of society has done to us as women. It has made us fear food hate our body, feel insecure, compare ourselves to other people, um, and just feel lost and hopeless. And I want you to be able to walk away from this podcast feeling hopeful. So I want you to know that things will get better, whatever you're going through, whether it is, you know, something related to fitness and nutrition and your body and all that, or whether it's something completely outside of that, something else stressful going on in your life. Obviously, there's a lot of stressful things going on in 2020. So, you know, and just in people's lives in general. So um, I promise you, you're going to get out of this and things will be better and um, things will look up. I promise that. So I think I'm going to wrap up this episode and um, I guess I should ask you guys to <laughs> subscribe to the podcast if you're enjoying it so far. Um, it feels weird to say that, but you know, you hear it all the time in people's podcasts, subscribe, rate, review, all those things. But I would really appreciate it if you guys subscribed to it and 
if you um, gave me a rating and a review, that would be really helpful and really great. And if you shared it with a friend as well, and if you're listening to this podcast and you want to screenshot it and share on your story and tag me, I would love to repost you um, and share you guys as well. So on that note, I'm going to end this. Um, I will see you guys. My goal is to have a new episode up every single Monday. However, I may um, have several episodes up a week. So goal is I'll see you guys next Monday, but I may see you before that. Um, but I just wanted to kind of have somewhat of a schedule. So you guys know what to expect. Like, Hey, every Monday morning I can come on here and I see the podcast. So whether you're listening to this, you know, while you've been doing cardio or while you're cleaning at the house or you're, um, you know, on a walk or driving in a car, um, I hope that you've, you know, at least learned something about me that you, you didn't know before. Um, and if this triggered anything within you, please talk to somebody, um, and please get that help. So on that note, I'm going to end this and I will see you guys in next week's episode. Um, I'm not sure the topic yet, but it will probably be a more educational one. I know that this one was kind of a little bit of a ramble on my story, (laughs) but the following episodes will be a lot more educational. I'm going to go in depth on different topics, you know, within the health and fitness realm of things. So I'll see you guys next week. Hope you guys have a great rest of your morning, day, night, evening, whenever you're listening to this.